and grade debate from extra schooling. Here at home, we take school pretty lightly still. My son is five and a half, he would tell you, and would only just now qualify to begin kindergarten, which is optional in our state anyway. By taking it lightly, I mean it is highly disorganized and informal. I live off that view of my father's that everything is a homeschool lesson and long ago realized tons gets learned through simply being present in life. Note, I say present. In other words, taking an active role, not just existing. We explore, play, read, and roll with whatever pops up. I foresee this having a natural pace of development for the both of us and being a really organic and fun evolution. But that is not always the case for us and many others right now. Due to the pandemic and concerns over schools reopening, we are helping a native public schooler this fall, a fifth grader who will return to her usual environment eventually. This has led to a number of new considerations for all of us as we have begun testing the waters of this joint venture. One of these for me has been the issue of grades. Hmm, how do you grade a sudden homeschooler? Do you even grade homeschool? I have to admit, I loved grades. Whether at home or within an institution, I got good ones almost all the time. It was always very competitive with myself, even if with no one else. I was known to argue grades and their overall merit, push to correct a correction, even if it didn't affect my grade, and also sink my grade in a class if I deemed it unworthy. But overall, I strove to hit top marks the majority of the time. Now, though, as the teacher, I'm wondering what a grade really amounts to and how fair it is of me to impose one on work. The argument against grading includes several factors. This is a year we have both been dropped into. I am working to learn what she knows and how she operates while she works to learn the process and my expectations. If I pull out a fifth grade math text and expect she can handle it simply because she is that age, what good does it do to rate her against it? She could be above, below, or at that point. My job isn't to whip out the red pen. It is to figure out how to best lead her to the next step in her educational path, whatever that is. I have no outside funding to flaunt test scores in front of to keep the doors open. If problems are wrong, that shows us what we need to focus our attention on. If they are right, it shows us we need to ramp it up a notch. I want her learning, curious, and ready to try new things, not focusing on getting an A or worrying about getting something wrong. Yes, I want her to be diligent, but in an effort to understand, not get a certain mark. So, are there reasons to assign rankings to homeschool work? I did actually decide yes to this, just not in the traditional sense. There are no percents, no lettered grades. Instead, we are operating on a color system, which I have considered making akin to a stick shift, with several forward gears and neutral and reverse. We'll see. In essence, green denotes forward progress. Yellow means things are holding steady, and red means things are moving in the opposite direction as desired. Within this framework, I look at three qualifying areas. Work accuracy, thought or effort, and individual growth. Thus, the standard score gets mixed with how much attention was paid to it, as well as what it sparked personally, and is considered over a length of time rather than per assignment. For example, last week I ranked science as our top subject when we learned about the solar system. The work wasn't perfect, but the involvement and interest certainly filled in the gaps. Likewise, social studies led to curiosity and discussion throughout the week. Meanwhile, what I lump as extras we rotate through, 
music, language, etc., got a yellow as they were perfunctory across the board. English fell in the red zone as the work suffered from minimal effort despite the assignment being tailor-made according to a favorite activity. Does this alternative ranking system amount to a hill of beans? Not sure yet. I did feel the need to have some accountability within our work, but akin to that of a parent, I will praise the good and encourage more of the same, hold accountable for the bad, and let the rest coast as is allowable. Additionally, there are explicit instructions that when encountering something too complex to write, I don't know, rather than waste energy. Learning should be fun, not a chore. There are also extra points, not sure what they count toward, for recognizing a bad question if we are using supplemental material, asking good questions, and having an opinion, hypothesis, or idea of one's own. It is on the docket to actively find things of interest to examine more closely, even if that throws my lessons off course. The most important grade in the end will be the one I receive as a temporary instructor. I hope that this rare chance for so many to educate at home offers both the children and the adults something of value that they can take on in life. I feel the need to impart a lot in a short amount of time, but we will see how it all turns out. There is such a beauty in breaking down the walls, so to speak, of formal education. If nothing else, I hope to get past the point where I get questions that begin with, can I? We should never be taught to ask permission to learn and expand our universe. If I can get that alone instilled, I will give myself at least a yellow. To grade or not to grade? Or how to grade? What works for you? Thanks for listening.